doing it. All excited about it being Thursday. You know, Jody, last night before uh, our oldest daughter Taylor went to sleep, we were laughing because we were thinking about how Joey from Friends remembers when it's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you need help remembering, just think of it like this. The third day, all right? Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when? What? Huh? What day? Thursday. <laughs> the third day, okay? Uh, Thank you. Okay. <laughs> the third day. Uh, you have to wonder how long somebody took. It's it's what thirty seconds or less that joke. Yeah. Yeah. And was it written? Was it rewritten? How do you write that stuff? I don't know. I don't that's know. what comedy writers that's do. They sit around a table, and that's what they do. They start the day with coffee. They're still there at lunch, and they're still there at dinner. Speaking, and you can't force that either. Speaking of it, okay. So at home, our binge, me and Murph, it's been this. Jerry Seinfeld thing, comedians and cars getting coffee. Right. And we we do like it, but last night it was time to watch something. The girls were taking baths or whatever. I'm like, okay, I I want to watch something tonight, but I don't want to do another episode of that. So I found on Netflix Jerry before Seinfeld. Have oh, you yeah. seen that? Yeah, that was part of the deal that got him the Netflix gig. It's his Because he's going to do a couple other stand-up things. Oh, is he really? Okay. Oh, and the first one was Jerry before Seinfeld and bringing over all his comedians and cars. It's kind of like it's a stand-up <laughs> yeah. show, but it's also him telling you about his life. In the 70s, we were the new hot thing. Stand-up comics doing this thing. I only had one joke that worked, which I'm going to do for you right now. My parents, they didn't even know our names. They were ignorant. They were negligent. We grew up like wild dogs in the 60s. No helmets, no seatbelts, no restraints. You know what's funny about, I think, I think as you grow older, you learn, you understand that people who are funny like that and make it, the more you know about life, you more you, the more you know that they really had to work hard to make it. Oh, you don't the- just get discovered because you made somebody laugh in a bar once. Right. There's you a have ton of sacrifices it. for that. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when he talked about that in the stand-up, it was kind of funny when he just said that it was just him in his bed that he brought from home, yeah. you know? Yeah. And a coat of fresh paint. That it's was really, it's a, it's a good yeah. little Netflix special. See the scene, the one that really got me was the scene where he's sitting in the street with all the jokes, jokes he that he's wrote. ever written. It takes up an entire street. Jokes that yeah. he said that he wrote that worked. If it got a laugh, he he has a folder of yeah. it. Crazy. You know, anyway. maybe, maybe you should consider scanning those, you know? <laughs> 2018. Your OCD you know, ticking in there. Yeah, that's right. the thing, too. When they showed that right. scene, I was waiting for the wind to blow. And right. <laughs> uh, it didn't happen. I'm sure they were taped down. I okay. <laughs> Coming up today, um, more of your obsessions. They're getting more strange with every passing day. And coming up next, your first Hollywood Outsider of the Morning. Every little thing we know about Stranger Things Season 3. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Do I see the story about season... Uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm so excited. Stranger Things Season 3. The Demogorgon! Oh, Will, your action! I don't know! Fireball! They have to roll a 13 or higher! Too risky. Season 3? I haven't seen anything about it. Aha! Yesterday, there's some stuff released. Okay, the Duffer Wasn't Brothers, it going to be delayed anyway? We're not going to see anything until 2019? Well, now they're saying late this year oh. or early 2019. It depends on, you know, how quickly they can go. Okay, so the Duffer Brothers and that producer, the, the other guy that's their producer, his mm-hmm. name is Sean Levy. He said, he told one of the mags, magazines, that we're there. All the storylines have been mapped out. They know what's going to happen to every single character in season three. Hmm. So it'll be, here's what else we know, eight or nine episodes, he's, th- he's okay. saying, because it depends on how much fun they have and they start filming if other things come to them so um you know how much the story excites them 
it will determine if it's eight or nine episodes. So are the kids in high school now? I'm not. I don't know that. They wouldn't give much. They did say that the forces that the kids are going to be dealing with, the evilness thing, is new. So oh. it's not necessarily going to be a demigorgon this well, time. Okay. Or demogorgon. Well, and you know, one. without any spoilers here, you know, the end of the last season didn't really give anything away. It just yeah. foreshadowed that there was still it's more not, trouble yeah. coming. This house is not clean, sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, they also said, they also added that they're going to give Will a break. Oh, okay. So the kid, Will, who's oh, been Will. through it yeah. in season one and but, two, it's he's going to be there and he'll have an important storyline, but it's not going to be like he is the poor victim. Yeah. So two little pieces of advice here. If you watch seasons one and two, but you didn't see the behind the scenes stuff on Netflix, Man. you absolutely should watch that. Yeah. If you've still not watched Stranger Things at all with the third season coming up, Don't you do. really should try it. It's not, oh, you know, yeah. it's not over the top. You know, younger it's kids, fun. it may be a little scary for, but it's overall just right. A thrill ride. It's crazy retro, crazy good. Like you're interested in the story because it's new to you, but it also feels like, oh, I'm being dropped back in 1984 yeah. again. Right. So fabulous. And my last excitement about season three and this is something else he gave us a little nugget if you're a fan of the friendship between dustin and steve which we are of that yeah. that friendship that came about in season two yeah they're taking it deeper they're going to involve evolve that relationship to more of like the point of brotherhood oh nice oh ready for it up to date with jody's hollywood outsider all right 877-310-4675 we know you're obsessed because all these phone calls have been coming in all week about your little life obsessions yeah they're fun actually we've had a few that have landed in the 24-hour voicemail so we'll check that next And your fun obsessions. Boy, we're getting a ton of calls on this. Lots of Facebook posts. Everybody's got I mean, we're not talking about the kind that, you know, necessarily get in the way of your life, but the or fun does things, it? right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I would say that me switching out LED light bulbs, now that I all of, almost all of our fixtures in our house have them, I think I'm fine now. <laughs> yeah, you can breathe now. Your obsession's over for now, Murphy. So um, going into the 24-hour voicemail, because calls that we've missed this week, we didn't want to miss them. So we've got some messages to check. Yeah, let's check the fo- voicemail now. Hi, I'm calling for my obsession. Uh, probably about a year ago, um, a patient's family member would uh, treat the staff with M&Ms. And anyhow, he got me hooked on these mint M&Ms. Oh, oh my God, they are like so good. Yes. You buy them, you go through like half a pack a day. That's my limit. <laughs> and I just, I love them. I can't be without them. Um, everybody teases me at work because I still have to have them. And right now they're on sale for two for like 98 <laughs> cents. And I've picked up a stash. I've got like 12 bags at home already just waiting for me. That's so cool. that's my obsession. And everybody knows about it. And I don't care. Yes. Thank you for leaving us the voicemail. We bought I those. love those. Yeah, there's, I'm not even a mint person, yeah. and so I brought some for you. I brought them home for you, Murphy, and um, had one. They're subtle yeah. and delicious and creamy. It's like they, Andy's they, Mint. You, you want to go back M&Ms. to them. Have you tried them? Yes, they're good. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're a home run for M&M's. All them, not M- that, unlike Oreos, it's had all the weird flavors. M&M's flavors all seem to work. Right. They're not going to give you anything wonky. Yeah. They're going to yeah. be sure about the caramel it. ones, those are pretty oh, good. Yeah. Well, I haven't even had those. But crunchy ones. The only problem that I see now is that because we went from... You know, when we were kids, we had regular size. And, and then they created this small snack size. Oh. Then they went up to what they call the king size and yeah. then the shareable size. The shareable size. Then they went to the Ziploc bag style that's uh, a one pounder. And now they've got those things that are almost three pounds. Size. The pantry size. I yeah. think it's one pound. Am I wrong? Uh, anyway, it's the way. pantry 
Yeah, the clear bottle. Yeah, it's more than a pound. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if one day, you know, maybe that's what heaven looks like when you've got like the <laughs> 20-pound bag, right? And by the way, I don't know about you, Murphy, but have you ever shared any of the shareable ones? Aww. No, it's funny. I think that's, yeah, that's the, the biggest joke about the yeah. shareable bag. It's not really shareable. No, it's mine. Is the pantry size shareable? You and the girls are sharing one right uh, now maybe. at home. Okay, keep your obsessions coming or anything you want to chat with us about. 877-310-4675. Jamie's on hold with her obsession which she says nobody else has this one okay. nobody those dating profile mistakes that jody mentioned in case you missed those yesterday we've had a few text messages about that this morning you can catch them on the murphy sam and jody podcast you can go back as far as you want to and, and, and listen on your schedule it's a free subscription all right, 877-310-4675 to jump in anytime to the conversation and we have been Hearing about your obsessions in your life this week, the things that you just can't go without. Um, you have one, Jamie? Yes. Um, Korean dramas. What? Korean dramas? Really? Yes. Um, Korean television. Yeah. They have TV shows just like we do. Yeah, yes. of course. But um, their, their seasons are essentially a very long movie. They have a beginning mm-hmm. and they have an end. So if they have 16 episodes, there is an end, and they're awesome. They don't stick to the same conventions like American writers do, so your main character can die yeah. in, in, the, in the first two episodes. And so I, I've become obsessed and watched them more than I watch American television. Wow. And I probably watched 38 different ones. I think wow. I, I counted them up the other day just out of curiosity. I got into them because I was studying international relations and studying Korea. Oh, wow. Okay. And I decided I wanted to watch one, and that was the end of it. So, Where do you find them? They have them on Netflix. They have them on Hulu. I love it. The one that got me hooked was one called Descendants of the Sun, mm-hmm. and it's on Netflix. So okay. It's Korean dramas. Yeah. Yes. Very specific. I never, ever, ever in a million years could have guessed you would say that. It's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy them. So what do you do now for Very a living? Hard. Like, what do you do now since you did this international studies? Uh, I'm a political science professor. A political science what? Professor. 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 Oh, wow. Yes. Never a dull day. Yes. <laughs> no, never a dull day. Absolutely not. Not in America. Korea is very relevant. Right. Time, so. Certainly. A lot of great discussions, I bet. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jamie, for sharing your obsession. Seriously, you want to try to watch one of those, Murph? Something. Sure. Is it going to be like Narcos where it's got subtitles? Yes. Or is it going to be, or is it in English? No, it's it's not, it's going to... It's Narcos. <laughs> to have subtitles. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. I'm Thank you for that, that again, Jamie. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join the conversation. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Oh, Jody, I have to explain something to you. Why I asked you to share with me one of your most prized possessions, your <laughs> Rick Springfield book. Like us on Facebook when you get a chance today. You'll get notifications whenever we go live. And, of course, we always love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Call us anytime or leave us a voicemail. Jody, I have to recognize you. I do recognize you. <laughs> hey. Uh, for uh, sharing your book with me, your late, late at night Rick Springfield book. It's his memoir. You know... I know it's I, one of your most prized possessions. Well, I got that book when it came out because it's Rick, and yeah. I have that Rick thing. I've had it since 1981. I've had it bad for Rick, and I always have loved him. Um, I got the book because it's Rick, 
And then I read it, and I, it's a great book. Yeah. it's He's a writer, and he's funny, and it's honest. He is really honest about his mistakes and regrets, and you laugh along the way. If I were more of a, and I am a nonfiction reader, I don't know why, I'd actually take the bookmark out of it, Sam, to bring it to you, because I'm only about 110 pages in it. You've oh. done that so much. You I know, stop I, and I'm start not, books. I, I, That's I, one of your things, Murph. You yeah, stop and start books. I, don't, I, I can pick them up, and then I can leave them for a while, and then come back. So... I'm up to like the late 1970s with him, <laughs> just before General Hospital. Why do you want to read this, Sam? I'm and, super surprised. I, I guess that's the funny thing is, I know it's all about his you know, rock and roll history and TV and all it's that about stuff. about his life. But there's a part that he's written about his battle with depression, because mm-hmm. that's a major part of his life. A major and, part of the book is about his depression. And I've been seeing a lot about that on the, on the internets lately, Rick talking about his depression, so I want to see... Yeah how he deals with it what he does why it was a part of his life that kind of thing what is he, he, he refers to it as what does he call it the dark my darkness he gives it names yeah. i think it's my darkness d, or mr d mr d, d, yeah. d sitting in the plane yeah. next to so me it's like yeah i do want to read the rock and roll part but i want to read that part too. yeah actually what's funny um being a fangirl of his since a long time ago when i was little um it's really more of a dude's book i mean you honestly think? you're gonna live his rock and roll fantasy through him but you're gonna also get you know he's 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 managed to, he has a wife and children. He's made it in many ways, but he's stumbled so many times. I think it's more of a dude's book. Well, some of the things, yeah, I mean, because obviously his romantic involvement outside of his marriage. Oh, at some point you're like, how is she still with him? And he addresses that. He'll go, okay, if you're wondering why in the world she's still with me. And he's a Star Wars fan, too. So Yes, know. he and by is. The way, we just forgive so, him for that. <laughs> just so everybody knows, it's such a prized possession. Jody lent it to me without the dust cover on it. I need the dust yeah. cover. Yeah. You, she doesn't want the picture messed up, what Sam. if you rip it or something? Yeah. All right. Happy reading. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. What is This Is Us doing right after our Super Bowl? Well, what are they doing? Also, huge news for the HBO series Big Little Lies. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. NBC's biggest hit in a long time in the drama realm anyway, This Is Us. The big mm-hmm. story about This Is Us this week, I'm not going to get do a spoiler. I don't I can't even my, I don't watch this because I can't Sorry even handle the that, trailers. <laughs> Sam, I know this is you. This is your show. Yeah. Uh, um the big next episode, our big our fans are excited about the after Super Bowl episode. Uh, that's what gets me. You got to stay up through the whole Super Bowl to see this. This so they're doing it on a Sunday night, which is yeah, different. They yeah. normally run on Tuesday. And is that what the mood you're in after the Super Bowl? <laughs> no, or the maybe Super Bowl you're, you're in rah rah rah. Right. I, I don't. I can't believe it. Because but this it's is, a this big will, one. This will be the season finale in which they answer all the questions about Jack. When I held you for the first time, mm. right here in this hospital. It hit me like a bolt of lightning. You were my purpose, Kevin. You have changed the way I think about love. (laughs) See, this is why this would be so hard for me, not just in general, but especially after the Super Bowl. But this is a huge episode. There's a big group of people who won't even watch the Super Bowl who will just be like... Waiting for it to be over. Or if you can't make it, this. you're going to have to set your DVR and inside right. it for a longer time. All of your questions will be answered. This is us. New after the Super Bowl on NBC. <laughs> set your DVR. Yeah, so make your plans for Sunday, February 4th, yeah. because that's when This Is Us' big season finale with a lot of big questions. 
It's about how somebody died. Yes, it's the answer we've been so, waiting for since last season. Okay. And okay. I'm not going to give any spoilers out either. Thank you, Sam. Okay, also big news from the world of television. You know the big award-winning series on HBO that was a limited series that keeps winning everything. Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman and Alexander Skarsgård. It's called Big Little Lies. But a big smile. Can you guys, and just a little bit closer together, guys. Hey, Mom, you want to play Angry Beaver? In a minute. I Here comes Alexander. There he is. Okay, so this is only like eight or nine episodes or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's such a ride for adults, by the way. Only, only for adults. Um, big news. Meryl Streep joining season two. Lord. They're working on season two. And the Meryl Streep is going to play the mother of the Alexander Skarsgård character. I guess when you could think you couldn't get any bigger. Uh, you just got a big, uh, the biggest. Exactly. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55. This is big. Every single thing we know about Stranger Things Season 3, including when we're going to get it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Bring it. And thank you for starting your Thursday with us. More of your real life obsessions. I'm think I can't stop now <clears throat> thinking about those mint M and M's. Becoming obsessed since we checked the voicemail earlier mm-hmm. uh, in the last hour. We have peanut M and M's at home, though. You should probably wait until I, those are done, Mark. What, what I should yes, what I should do is stay away from all of it for a little while. Yeah. It can be done. It needs to be. We need to stay away from the big jar sizes and go back Pantry to individual size. packs. Okay, guys. Next week at this time, in fact, every day next week, we're going to be giving you game day grub. So I'm excited about that. Some really good food for the big game and i'm um, scanning around i know you're not excited sam i'm sorry but um i think it's kind of cool for uh the patriots to be here again yeah because again. i do i just it's whatever it's a dynasty whatever um and you know i'm I, i'm a fan of tom brady because he it, i'm fascinated with the spirit of he is just not gonna give up, man. I mean, he okay. is. That spirit fascinates me. Yeah, he is an awesome player, one of the best, if not the uh, best. If not the G O A T. The yeah, the greatest of all time. Goat. And it's like he's great. He's done that. Right. But it's like as a fan, it's like I want to see a different Super Bowl. Okay. Well, here's the deal. I was scanning around and I saw this headline that Giselle does not want him to play anymore mm-hmm. and tried to get a mutual friend of theirs to convince him to stop playing. Like last spring, they go on this vacation together. He used to play football with Tom in college and he was a, he's a retired kicker. And he and she was like, I want you to get him to stop. I think he had a concussion last year. I think he was playing with a concussion. I'm, you know, he's the well, father yeah, of my has, children. He's I'm scared of that. Issues. And so what Giselle wants is what Giselle gets, right? Isn't I don't know it? about that. That's the thing. It is Giselle, after all. I mean, to me, if she's Giselle already was my got wife what she wanted, she asked me. I'm like, you know, okay, I've got a few of these rings now. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> the deal is, this friend apparently went back to Tom, and instead of trying to convince him to stop now, Aww. he got all these rings. Said, "Dude, I'm with you. Play as long as you can." <laughs> um, and he actually told Tom Brady told Sports Illustrated this uh, recently. He wants to play at least until his mid mid forties yeah. and realize he's forty years old. And he says, I have the answers to the test now. You can't surprise me on defense. I've seen it all. That's his quote. Oh. I've seen it all. Now I know what really know what to do, so I don't want to stop. Okay. This is when it's truly enjoyable for me to go out on the field. So now he's cocky. 
Well, he's saying he's seen it all. So I just know so everything. Eagles fans know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what Tom says. And I'm ready and waiting for that Facebook watch documentary that's supposed to land any day now. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Joey. Right, Sam did, is doing something at work that he hasn't done in years, and it's weird, and we want to understand, Me Sam. weird? Let's do that next. All right, Sam, we've been working and being with you and friends with you for years, for a long time, for a lifetime. You're one of our longest running friendships, and I know that we are yours, too. I love where this is going. Um, We've known you for a really (laughs) long time is what I'm saying. So it's sad that we have to say to you. (laughs) David, producer David walked in the room a few minutes ago and said, Sam, where's, why'd you clean off your desk? Where's all your googly eye glasses and where's all your trolls and okay. And so to bring everybody up to speed for decades, Sam, you've always had stuff i almost said junk stuff like that on your desk props and toys and photos and it's just a fun you could sit there for hours and study it do you know that years ago you i don't know if you knew this murphy fought for you to for you to keep all those there was one person we won't name him who we worked how about initials can we We won't name him but he had something to say about that like you think somebody like that works here should have all that? And Murphy went to bat for you and said, if this helps him be creative. Yeah, to me, yes. it's a, a creative right brain experience. You know what I mean? Is what it is. See, I you knew know, that. I never thought it was junky. I thought it was funny. Somebody else, somebody else in bi- a businessman didn't think it was funny. Look, <laughs> because here's the thing, you know, in Sam's, and you, I'm sure everybody has a coworker where paper gets stacked to high heaven and the office is junky. What you mm-hmm. had really were props and stuff. Yeah. It, it wasn't at your desk. Strategically placed. Yeah. In so fact, wh- your, your pen's always at a 90-degree angle with your your legal pad. So what's up? <laughs> why? Are you losing <clears throat> your funny or something? No, it was just various things. There were a couple of them I wanted to take home to make sure that they don't get lost, like collector's items, the wiener, oh. Wienermobile, you know, the the Matchbox Wienermobile. Yes. I want, instead of leaving it out, it's been sitting there forever. I know no one's taking it, but... You, you never know. know. Yeah, and, and uh, the troll thing, and there was a little... Um, pop gun uh, uh, an animal a pop gun that you put the balls in and you squeeze it and shoots balls yeah jackson had seen that and wanted it so i brought it home oh, to him. okay so you're just and, sort of hoarding your own stuff and bringing it home yeah i didn't just take the garbage can up to the desk and go ah, i don't need this place anymore <laughs> i'm gonna tell you who else is gonna notice it when our kids come up here they're teenagers now but yeah. still um because mr sam's area is always fun yeah to go check out so you've been removing these little at a time or did you take everything at once yeah every time every now and then when i pass and i say oh that's right i want to bring that home or give it to so and so and then they had this green thing i think it's now a paperweight that what i was an employee of the month like 15 or 20 years oh, ago yeah, yeah, yeah i had one of those it's been that long huh yeah and i was just i looked at it and it's like man just, Stick it in the box. Yeah, nobody cares about this anymore. Get okay. rid of it. Well, I'm glad to see you didn't yeah, clean up for any fine. other reason. I still have my giant Mickey Mouse hand. Don't worry. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 877-310-4675 to jump in on your obsessions. Who do we have, David? Well, we have Emily, and she wants to share something not only she is obsessed with, but her entire family. Bring it. You guys, uh, this is really, had grown. it's grown this week. Thanks to you at 877-310-4675. Letting us know what things you are obsessed with. Uh, fun things for you. Harmless things that don't really get in the way, but you got to have them on the yeah. daily. 877-310-4675. Your obsessions. You got one, Emily? 
It's actually my family that's obsessed with it, mostly my eight-year-old, but also the rest of us. We are uh, a pretty competitive family, and we play a lot of board games, and they often end in, you know, uh, a good lesson about how to be a sore loser and not to be a sore loser. (laughs) Yes. Um, But we found this game that actually puts all of us together against a common enemy, and nice. it's been so much fun that my eight-year-old and now my 13-year-old, every moment we have that is not, you know, basketball and all of the different sport things, right. they ask to play this game. So really? it's been a, a wonderful obsession. Okay, what what game is it? It's called Five Minute Dungeon. It's a board game, card game. Yeah. It's so much fun. Five Minute Dungeon. Where in the world did you find that? I, my husband actually found it at Christmas time on Amazon. Yeah. You know, we're always looking for new games to play for the four of us. Yeah. And it turns out to be just such a fun game. What do you do in it? So you um, each get to be a person that has um, an ability. Like if you discard three cards, then you can defeat an obstacle kind of thing. And at the end of that dungeon, if you get through all of those cards together, you have to play cards from your hand to fight these creatures or obstacles or whatever. And if you do that within five minutes, then you get to move on to the next boss who has more cards and um, more of a challenge. Yeah. And so by the end of it, we still haven't been successful and made it through all five dungeons, but we're trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. You know what? I love family games because yes. it doesn't matter what's going on in your family. Trouble at school, um, aggravation, overscheduling. As long as everybody can follow and play, it is time well spent. And kids thrive on it. That's why they beg you to play games. Even when you're not winning. Exactly. Okay, Emily, one more time. What's the name of the game? Five Minute Dungeon. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. You too. Call us anytime. I'm sitting here. I'm looking it up right now on Amazon. I'm I'm down with it if you want to try it. We have have an armoire. Full of games, and I've cleaned it out. Fancy. I know. Well, whatever. Um, And we've been playing Telestrations lately together. And no matter what's going on, we always have a good time. And sometimes it's just needed family time. Well, this one gets a bunch of stars, and it's not in stock for another couple of days. So apparently somebody loves it. Oh, cool. Thank you, Emily. 877-310-4675. Who do we have next? Next, we have Amy, and her obsession is Pretty Foxy. Very excited that Game Day Grub is back next week. Mm. Jody always does this in advance of Super Bowl and really any big party. You could use it for any gathering. There are going to be lots of cheese and bacon. Of course, it's Game Day Grub. All right, 877-310-4675. You've kept this obsession thing going all week long. So what are your obsessions that you like to have in your life on the daily? Yeah, what's yours, Amy? Well, first, I want to make a comment about the lady that has called in about the ice. Yeah. Yeah. I... I have to say, I like the ice too, but mine is like one of those you know, midnight cravings. I have to have it now. It has to be the chewy ice. Mm-hmm. And I learned um, that is a sign of anemia. Oh. Wanting to chew on ice? Really? If wanting to chew on ice for some reason is a sign of anemia. Ooh, okay. And so. I learned that through not only my mother, who's a nurse, but my doctor as well. Wow. And it's also a sign of, of pica, which is the craving for like sand, paper, ice, mm. and all is in that category. Right, that was Michelle who called, so we'll have to let her know. Wow. We'll hit her back. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Thank you for that, Amy. But for my personal obsession, I like foxes, like <laughs> little cute figurines and yeah. stickers. Like anytime I see a fox, it's like, oh wait, I don't have that one. Right. Mm. So where did I this start? When did it start? <laughs> fox and the Hound? 
Um, that was one of them. I love that movie. That movie is so awesome. Oh my gosh. But, um, <laughs> it's my totem animal. Oh. Oh, yeah. And it just grew from there. That's awesome. <laughs> I have, by the way, um, check Target. They have fox socks. <laughs> is this Dr. Oh, Seuss? I have to go get them. They're not Dr. Yeah, Seuss. I have people send me uh, foxes from all over. I even have a friend in Canada that she, she sends me fox stuff when she finds it. That's too cute. Hmm. I love that. I love it. And by the way, Fox yeah. and the Hound is not a movie I can ever watch again. I was so <sighs> destroyed by that. I couldn't uh, even finish. No, I, I still cry, like, yeah. but it's so good. Yeah. Well, thanks, Amy, for the call. You made a face, Murphy, during the totem animal animal comment. Oh, I, just don't, I don't know what a totem animal it's is. It's like a spirit animal or your family's clan or tribe yeah. animal. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's what it is. You're, I saw your face. See, yeah, Murphy, your spirit animal's a bulldog. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now it is. Coming up next, it's the producer's mailbag. All right, David, what do we have on the way? Well, we asked on our Facebook page what men get wrong on their dating profiles, and we're going to see if Sam is guilty of any of these. Oh, yeah, the ladies <laughs> have spoken. Bring it. We love hearing from you anytime, 877-310-4675 to join the conversation. You can also hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. And yesterday we were doing um, those... Dating profile mistakes that men make, starting with the pictures. Right, like don't take, don't post a picture of yourself without a shirt Which on. Which apparently is the biggest mistake don't, we guys make. Don't or do gym pic- rat pictures, or how about not a picture with ladies hanging all over you? Because what's about, a woman to make of that? How about use some common sense? Right. So we started there, and we had this whole great conversation, you know, about what to do. And I think we wrapped up with get get up, get someone to write your profile for you and review yeah. it for you. If you're unsure, if you're not getting the results yeah. you want to um so we asked also on our facebook page put it up there for all the single ladies um <laughs> what is your like one line advice for men on dating profile the producer's mailbag david what do we have well jessica says in on the same track as pictures no photos of your children there mm. they're saying you need to like warm up to someone first before you ex- i mean totally i don't say exploit but like mm. have them out all, all over your profile that's funny because i did see a lot of pictures of when I was on the sites, women with their children. And you I know, guess that's just to let you know I got personal, kids. That's yeah, a, personal it's a personal choice because, yeah, um, a lot of women, especially, I think single women, especially, feel like um, you can date me, but you don't get to meet my children for quite a while. And I agree with that 110%. Mm-hmm. Children don't ask for this situation and they don't need to be introduced right away. Right. Not until you're way comfortable with somebody. Well, I think. Dana says, enough with the just ask me in your uh, about me section mm. instead of actually putting some effort into a description <laughs> about yourself. Amen. Okay. Oh, wait. Yeah. You see that a lot, Sam? Yeah, I saw a lot of those. Just ask me anything you want. And it's like, I, that's why the section is here for you to tell me. Right. And you, you tell me. And if I have other questions, then I'll ask you. Okay. References upon request. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. And Kristen says, if you can't take the time to write a proper sentence, then that tells me a lot about you. Grammar, grammar, grammar. Amen. Amen. I saw a lot of the your, your, yours, and Mm -mm. they are there, theirs. It does. And you know what? That's a turnoff. So, no, wait a second. got to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. What if it's a spell check issue? That's true, What Murphy. if somebody, act- if yeah. it accidentally was put in that way? This is a resume, you know? Yeah, it's I true. know. But I would just say, you might find the love of your life who used an E-R-E instead of an E-I-R, and I would hate for you to miss that opportunity. Right. I would, too, T-O-O. Just saying. <laughs> I could remind her of that forever. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for reaching out. We love hearing from you anytime. Facebook or Instagram for the mailbag. 
Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Every little thing there is to know about Stranger Things Season 3. What they're releasing, including when we're going to get it. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Do you guys see the story about season... Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm so excited. Stranger Things Season 3. The Demogorgon! Oh. I don't know. Fireball. They have to roll a 13 or higher. Too risky. Season three? I haven't seen anything about it. Aha. Uh-huh. Yesterday, there's some stuff released. Okay, the Duffer Brothers. Wasn't it going to be delayed anyway? We're not going to see anything until 2019? Well, now they're saying late this year oh. or early 2019. It depends on you know how quickly they can go. Okay, so the Duffer Brothers and that producer, the, the other guy that's their producer, his mm-hmm. name is Sean Levy. He said he told one of the mags magazines that... We're there. All the storylines have been mapped out. They know what's going to happen to every single character in season three. Hmm. So it'll be, here's what else we know. Eight or nine episodes, he's he's saying, because it depends on how much fun they have and they start filming if other things come to them. So, um, you know, how much the story excites them. It will determine if it's eight or nine episodes. So are the kids in high school now? I'm not, I don't know that. They wouldn't give much. They did say that the forces that the kids are going to be dealing with the evilness thing is new. So oh. it's not necessarily going to be a Demogorgon this well, time. Okay. Or Demogorgon. Well, and you know, one. without any spoilers here, you know, the end of the last season didn't really give anything away. It just yeah. foreshadowed that there was still it's more not, trouble yeah. coming. This house is not clean, sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, they also said, they also added that they're going to give Will a break. Oh, okay. So the kid, Will, who's oh, been well. through it yeah. in season one and but, two, it's he's going to be there and he'll have an important storyline, but it's not going to be like he is the poor victim. Yeah. So two little pieces of advice here. If you watch seasons one and two, but you didn't see the behind the scenes stuff on Netflix, Man. you absolutely should watch that. Yeah. If you've still not watched Stranger Things at all with the third season coming up, Don't you do. really should try it. It's not, oh, you know, yeah. It's not over the top. You know, younger kids, it may be a little scary for, but it's overall just right. A thrill ride. It's crazy retro, crazy good. Like, you're interested in the story because it's new to you, but it also feels like, oh, I've been dropped back in 1984 again. So fabulous. And my last excitement about season three, and this is something else he gave us, a little nugget. If you're a fan of the friendship between Dustin and Steve, which we are, of that yeah. that friendship that came about in season two, yeah. they're taking it deeper. They're going to evolve, evolve that relationship to more of like the point of brotherhood. Oh, nice. Oh, ready for it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. All right, huge news for the HBO show, Big Little Lies. You know, Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon are not yep. going to be the biggest star on that show for season two. Tell you about it on the way. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. I would be remiss in not taking this opportunity as a friendly public service reminder. Okay, Sam. As the food dude to let you know that, and we talked about this a while back, but today is the day that Taco Bell is unveiling nacho fries. Oh, okay. Oh, you mentioned that a few weeks ago. Cheese fries. Their version of cheese fries. Yeah, yeah. That's what nacho fries are. It's the dollar menu and it's nacho. It's French fries that have a bold taco seasoning. Yeah. And then you get the cup of nacho sauce that goes with it. So you can dip them. Nice. Or you can have them put them in the plate and then they dump the taco meat and the, you know, the all the sauces and stuff on them. Okay. See, this is an example that if you're choosing any day to just blow your diet, this is the kind of thing you... If Today's you're really going to blow it, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm. If you're looking for a cheat meal, today would be cheat meal day at Taco yeah. Bell. So, when you say nachos, I think of that night... It was a happy night at the house that I thought I had tortillas and we were going to have like soft tacos with all the fixings and I didn't have tortillas, but I did have 
multi-grain tortilla chips. Mm. And so everybody's unaware that I'm in the kitchen going, what can I do now? What can I do now? And I poured the chips out on a tray and I put the meat and the cheese and a bunch of fixings and I made nachos. Yeah. I was mom of the year that night. Remember that? Yeah, it was awesome. Man. Well, I'm never going to turn down a hot plate of nachos. <laughs> I mean, for the kids, but you too, Murphy. Well, <laughs> uh, just remember, today is nacho cheese fries day. Thank you, you know, Sam. I, I'm wondering in terms of points, like the Weight Watchers people or whatever that convert that to points, I wonder how many points this whole nacho uh, dippy thing. More than you can have in this a one, day. These don't have points. <laughs> Coming up, Sam has music news. Oh, you're on double duty right now. Let's keep it going. Neil Sam. Diamond, of course, we know, canceled his, the rest of his tour because of Parkinson's disease. Well, there's a good, I guess, a silver lining to that. I'll tell you about it next. Sam's got music news. Uh, earlier this week, we told you that Neil Diamond made the big announcement that he was canceling the remainder of his tour and also not touring again in the future because of Parkinson's disease. So sad. As soon as I heard that, it's sad. And I remember, I mean, as a kid, I couldn't stand Neil Diamond music. Just because, I don't know, it was just too smaltzy, not my generation music. Well, when you're a kid, but, you need an edge. Right. But right. I guess as time has gone on, I realized, wow, man, this this dude is an artist. You yeah. know, writer and established and it's good. Yeah. So I'm, dis- I'm, you bummed to hear- I'm just uh, bummed to hear that, you know, I will not see him in concert. The uh, In canceling the third stage of his tour, you know, when they do these kind of things, they say, well, you can go get your tickets refunded right. from the point of purchase, blah, blah, blah. The good thing that's come out of this is a lot of folks who have gone and gotten their tickets refunded have in- taken that money and instantly donated it to Parkinson's Research. That's awesome. In honor that's of good. Neil Diamond. Yeah. Yeah. That so, is lovely. Wow. You should celebrate that. So he sent out a little tweet that says, this makes me smile. Thank you. Thank you to everyone for your outpouring of love and support so sweet yeah i'm sorry i keep thinking of will ferrell doing neil diamond on snl <laughs> forever in blue jeans yeah, that not was, i know that's one of the rudest <laughs> things ever but it's it funny is. he's funny uh, <laughs> also let you know that britney supposedly the rumor is she's got a commercial popping up in the super bowl right and believe it the rumor is that it's going to be about her upcoming tour and possibly some new music with a new album coming out yeah. now the word is and I think I think this might be more true. Is she might be doing a Pepsi commercial because you know Pepsi is doing this catch, uh, all, catch all catch all commercial where they have Cindy Crawford in it. They've yeah. got a clip of Michael Jackson. It's kind of reliving the years of Pepsi. Then, then it is. We already know that's true. Then it is because she had a huge Pepsi deal right. and Pepsi commercials. I remember them. I remember that Super Bowl. The joy of Pepsi. That's right. Yeah, that so. is right. Sam's a good hunch. Yeah, so that might actually be uh, popping up in the Super Bowl coming up in a couple of weeks look for it and of course pepsi is doing the halftime show as well with the little artist known as justin timberlake and i do want to say you know how much i loved the prince halftime show and it was it's always been my favorite yeah justin is going to rival that you guys i think he will so ready call or text us 877-310-4msj coming up next we're going to hit up the 24-hour voicemail yeah, more of your obsessions. They keep pouring in. And you know what? As the week goes on, they're getting more strange. Loving it. And fun. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Two quick hits for you. Meryl Streep is joining season two of HBO's Big Little Lies. Meaning she's the biggest star there now all of a sudden. And it's so already won awards. A, a, many awards. And she'll play the mother of the Alexander Skarsgård character. Mm. Meryl Streep to join that show. Also... This Is Us, the season finale, is going to debut after the Super Bowl. (laughs) I can't even understand it. All of your questions (laughs) will be answered. This Is Us, new after the Super Bowl 
on NBC. <laughs> and all the questions being about how someone died. How Jack dies. It's not really the mood I'm in after Super Bowl no, unless there's a loss that no, hurts me. But it's still going to be a monster episode. Huge episode for NBC. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We love hearing from you anytime, 877-310-4675 to join the conversation. You can also hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. And yesterday we were doing um, those dating profile mistakes that men make, starting with the pictures. Right. Like, don't take, don't post a picture of yourself without a shirt on. Which apparently is the biggest mistake we guys make. Don't do gym rat pictures or... How about not a picture with ladies hanging all over you? Because what's about, a woman to make of that? How about use some common sense? Right. So we started there and we had this whole great conversation, you know, about what to do. And I think we wrapped up with get get a, get someone to write your profile for you and review yeah. it for you. If you're unsure. If you're not getting the results yeah. you want to. Um, so we asked also on our Facebook page, put it up there for all the single ladies. Um, what is your like one line advice for men on dating profile? The producer's mailbag. David, what do we have? Well, Jessica says in on the same track as pictures, no photos of your children there. Mm. They're saying you need to like warm up to someone first before you. Ex- I mean, totally I don't want to say exploit, but like mm. have them out all all over your profile. That's funny because I did see a lot of pictures of when I was on the sites, women with their children. And you I know, guess that's just to let you know I got personal. kids. That's yeah, a, personal a personal choice because yeah. Um, a lot of women especially, I think single women especially, feel like um, you can date me, but you don't get to meet my children for quite a while. And I agree with that 110%. Mm-hmm. Children don't ask for this situation, and they don't need to be introduced right away. Right. Not until you're way comfortable with somebody, well, I think. Dana says, enough with the just ask me in your bi- uh, about me section, mm. instead of actually putting some effort into a description <laughs> about yourself. Amen. <laughs> okay, oh wait, yeah. you see that a lot, Sam? Yeah, I saw a lot of those. Just ask me anything you want. And it's like, I, that's why the section is here, for you to tell me. Right. And you, you tell me, and if I have other questions, then I'll ask you. Okay. References upon request. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. And Kristen says, if you can't take the time to write a proper sentence, then that tells me a lot about you. Grammar, grammar, grammar. Oh, Amen. God. Amen. I grammar. saw a lot of the your, your, yours, and they are there, theirs. It does. And then, you know what? That's a turnoff. So, no, wait a second. got to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. What if it's a spell check issue? That's true. What Murphy. if somebody, ac- if yeah. it accidentally was put in that way? This is a resume, you know? It's yeah, true. I know. But I would just say, you might find the love of your life who used an E-R-E instead of an E-I-R, and I would hate for you to miss that opportunity. Right. I would, too, T-O-O. Just saying. <laughs> like a reminder of that forever. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for reaching out. We love hearing from you anytime. Facebook or Instagram for the mailbag. Bring it. Sam, we have to thank you and producer David for the recommendation of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Mm-hmm. It's a Jerry Seinfeld show that's now landed on Netflix, and it's literally just that. He picks people up in cars, They comedians, they go and they talk and they have coffee. Um, we also found last night, there's another Seinfeld thing on, on uh, Netflix called... What's the deal? Jerry Before Seinfeld, yeah. and boy, is it funny. Well, it's really good. All the jokes that he does in the special are jokes he's done before. They're all from his repertoire, but I've never... I, there are a lot I haven't heard, like this one, which... He actually used it in an opening episode of Seinfeld. As an adult, if I want a cookie, I have a cookie. I have three cookies or four cookies. And then I call my mother up right after to tell her that I did it. Oh, Mom, yeah, I just ruined my entire appetite. Cookies. 
you ruin it. See, because as an adult, we understand, even if you ruin an appetite, there's another appetite coming right behind it. Yeah. <laughs> there's no danger in running out of appetite. That is so, so true. crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's why some people don't think he's funny. Like, our kids do not think he is funny. Producer David does mm. not think he's funny. He is the master of noticing the little things in life that we all experience yeah. and finding the funny mm-hmm. in them. And yeah. that's... You're always going to think of him and now if you ruin your appetite with cookies. Oh yeah, he's so, definitely a bazillionaire. If you're a, if you're a major Seinfeld fan, you're going to love this. You know, new stand up, old stand up, new stand up routine. Right, Jerry before Seinfeld on Netflix. Hey, hey! Only one more workday in the week after this one. I know. Coming up, um, hang out with us after the show. A little. Extra conversation and coffee. We need to call it coffee and combo or something like that. Anyway, um, I've lost 12 pounds recently. Where'd you put it? And I I intend on losing a few more. Not a ton, but a few more. And um, so talk about that. Plus Murphy's aggravation (laughs) with his metabolism. We'll do that after the show.